Galaxy Lights, Coachella, Lightning Bolt Necklaces. 2023 was the year of Scandaval. On March 3rd, one cheating scandal launched a reality TV investigation that generated hundreds of conspiracy theories, thousands of podcast episodes, and millions of dollars in revenue. I'm Jody Walker, host of An American Scandaval. One retrospective story told in three salacious parts. Listen December 26th on the Ringer Reality Feed. This episode is brought to you by Hotels.com. I was traveling internationally last year. I was in Mallorca. I didn't know the island well. I said, let me head to the north, head towards the water. Let me go on Hotels.com and see what they have available. Something preferably on the beach, maybe even a gym. Not only did I get those things, there was a kid's session with exercise, gymnastics in the water, pony rides, a train. It had everything, and I didn't even want any of those things. But at least I knew they were there just in case I changed my mind. And now finding the perfect hotel has never been easier thanks to the Hotels.com app. Whether you're looking for a family-friendly, right, all-inclusive or a relaxing spa weekend, you can find exactly what you need and compare hotel prices, ratings, and amenities side by side. So start planning your next getaway and find your perfect somewhere in the Hotels.com app. This episode is brought to you by Cars.com. When you add your car to your garage on cars.com, you'll unlock access to real-time insights into how much your car is worth. Plus, view its historical and projected value to decide when to sell. So when the time is right, you can secure an instant offer from a local dealership or sell it yourself on cars.com. Start tracking your car's value with your garage on cars.com. What do you think about New Year, new intro music? Uh, you know I've said this many a time. You feel if, good about that? If we find any new intro music, I'm in. I don't hate the idea. All it's right. It'll be fun. Yep. A lot of energy today. Uh, end of the year episode. Last episode of the year. Episode 289, If for those who are counting, because I know you like to do that, right? You said that in last episode? <laughs> we're doing the countdown to when this contract is over to see if we're staying. As of right now, the date is... February 15th. When I point to you, that means you're I'm Brad Pitt here. And you're Jonah Hill. I'm Moneyball. When I point to you, you... I want to be Moneyball. You're Jonah Hill. Perfect. 2024, look forward is what this episode's about, people. If you were questioning what we were doing today, uh, we will talk about other things. We do have new releases and we have other uh, topics, but... What are you looking forward to in the hobby in 2024? I think the 2024 year at this point is optimism like, but I feel like that's also like almost too general of an answer. My terrible. Take. I do think like going into the 2024, we are at a point in the hobby where we've already seen a slowdown, right? We've seen a correction in most sports. I am looking forward to maybe just a little bit of a bounce back or if nothing else, not to see as drastic of falls like we did in 2023. Cause I don't see if, if we see drastic falls like we did this year or this last year, I think that that's like an overall. It's rough. Yeah, it, the hobby is not uh, going to 10x at that point, at least in my opinion. So I don't think we see that. I do think we see at least a settling down, if not a curve back up. You said on your notes here, sports that will rebound. Anything specific in your mind? 
So, I'll be asking the questions today. See, here's the thing. This is the problem. The sports questions definitely geared more towards you. Okay. So, um, but it is more Pokemon's like in a the hobby. crapper though. That's a you question. You just told the, me off air. Pokemon sucks right now. Well, it's like the the resale on Pokemon cases, cases, We're talking wax and boxes. Garbage. It's just not great. Like the, especially yeah. ever since they came out with Scarlet and Violet, everyone you know I read a lot that it was going to be like, eh, this happens a lot. The first couple products they're real low, but then they bounce back. They just haven't bounced back yet. And maybe they will. But Two at overrated this point, colors, I've always said. Scarlet and violet. Uh, yeah, I, I agree. Why not just say red and purple? Thank you. you know what I'm saying? Yep. Get over so it. So you're not as optimistic about Pokemon. You think that's going to drag into the new year? Well, I didn't say I'm not optimistic about Pokemon because if you are an individual like card buyer, if you are like a kid, that's still like, that is the avenue where you're going to see so much still young blood going into the hobby. Like they're... I think you're still going to have guys, a lot of kids, a lot of dads who are going to push their kids towards sports. But kids overall love pocket monsters. They love Pokemon. It's the cartoon, the illustration, all of that. So I still think that's a popular area. But based on like my understanding of where those cases and boxes sell, it's going to be very hard Like if you're a breaker or anything like that. What is your thought on grading in the 2024 year? I would like to know your thoughts on sports. What do you think about grading in 2024, though? That's what I'm curious about. You have grading on here. I do have grading What are your on thoughts there. on that? What was your rationale behind that? Just out of curiosity? Well, grading was just like a kind of a catch-all for businesses, but I did want to talk about other businesses as well. I did think, so we obviously, we talk about SGC all the time because we're big promoters of that, not just because they're, it's a sponsor, but Doesn't we believe in the product. But it's it's also like the most understandable place to to back because oh, they are no in a question. position where they they're honest they seem to not only live by what they say but then if there's an issue they come back and do everything they can to fix it i love their customer service all these things that are very good and yet there's still opportunity for them to grow because they're not the top of the pyramid they're still uh that the big dog in the room psa and they the odds of them catching and surpassing PSA in the next year, I don't think that happens, right? But closing the gap, maybe? But closing the gap. And like if nothing that. else, just wider notoriety of their resale. Like that, I think as we are seeing more and more people buy into the SGC story, we're seeing more and more people understand that, oh, this grade is a 10 and that PSA is a 10. Why Why am I saying that this one's $100 more than the other? Yep, you know I what agree. I mean? So oh, I've said that forever. There's no rationale behind that. And if the resale value ever closed the gap between the two, it would be a perfect storm because then you could pick and choose where you want to go. And I honestly do think... So it would be great. By the way, and Beckett too, I wish all three of them sold for the same amount of money. The I gem do. mint in each, I think it would be the absolute best case for the consumer. I think so too. And, I, and just, I don't want to get off on a grading tangent. The amount of people still who tell me that PSA outsells other, other grading companies because of the registry, no one cares oh. about the registry. I mean, yeah. maybe, I mean, maybe I'm some sure sense. Like of, a but like, positive, no one's, but yeah, I don't it, think they're going. It, it's a positive, no, no doubt. But it doesn't affect the resale on, on modern ultra modern cards at all. Yeah, I've never once that. looked at the PSA registry ever in my life. But I've paid more for PSA cards. Yeah, I, I think that it's down to you, me, and the consumer. Right? It's all down to us, the people who are you saying. Should have said, hang on, hold on one second. Should have said, it's down to you, me, we. <laughs> Dang it, Miss Tim hey, Young said that from the stage once. Can you cut that um, for me? Oh, yeah, cut, yeah, Eddie, Eddie cut, cut all it, that. Cut it and make it sound ready? like I'm not going to repeat hang it. Hang on, hang on. Take two, go. I just banged the table. You, me, and we. Mm, I don't love the optimism. Uh, you're too not like excited. Yeah, it's not excited. You, just, you, you mean and we? Is that not a, you just get kicked in the I crotch? I went higher. What was that? Voice, so it's like a something happened to your pride. 
The uh, what were you saying? The overall thought, my my take is, it comes down to all of us, all of the SGC believers and promoters of okay. that company. If you if you think it should be the same value as another grade from a PSA, sell it at that price and don't budge. I do. I know that's not always going to be the case, and not everyone can do that. But I do see opportunities, and I've seen examples of where people just didn't sell. There weren't a lot of them out on the market. And so, you know what happened? The SGC 10 sold for the same amount. That's it. People understand that SGC typically seems to be a little bit tougher, greater anyway. So why wouldn't you? You're obviously, you already know and believe in the product and the grade. Why not just continue to set your, put your money where your mouth is, so to speak? I got a very nice PSA, I mean, a PC card back from SGC. This is my last SGC rant. 1994 Upper Deck Collector's Choice Home Run All-Star Insert of Griffey with a gold facsimile auto. Oh, that's cool. SGC 10. That was in that huge lot of 90s stuff oh, I bought. That's probably a $150 cool. card, but I'm going to keep that one. I was very excited about that. Now, uh, I will say this, though, about SGC. Put the knife down. There's right still places and room for improvement, and they know that as well. They even, I, I talked to one of the guys recently, and they're like, hey, if there are people who have recommendations, they, they like the product or they don't like it, if there are things that are actionable, what are they? You know, if you guys, if they even suggested like set up a post in the Facebook group, let people comment there. Let us know what you think I do like they should that, work I do. on. You know, yep. I, and I agree with that. I think and we will post promos. something up. I will say those promos, they run a great. All right. Oh, and by the way, that Bowman special ends, ends in, January 5th. I know, I don't love so, that. I want to more. I want a Bowman best special. Well. Actually, I'm going to put the call out to a couple sponsors. I would like SGC to work out a price for us for Bowman's best or give us a ton of free grades. Mm -hmm. Because that comes out the 19th. I think it's going to be the product of the year. Uh, I would also like Fanatics Live to let us do an early release of that. Comes out the 19th, which is what day of the week? Tuesday, Thursday, Wednesday, Friday. Sweet Jesus. Gotta you be ever, one of those, you ever though, get right? The, you ever Gotta get, be one. Well, it could be a Monday. You ever get the... Um, it's not Monday. I know what the Monday is. Monday's you find the 15th. yourself in a... In a Monday's the 15th? Mm -hmm. Oh, so it's Friday. You didn't know then. Yeah, I got it. Wait, of, I'm talking January. Yeah. 15th, 16th, How do you know 18th? Monday's the 15th? Because that's the day we get back from the trip. Okay, so it is the 9th. So the 19th is a Friday. I would like to do an early release of that product. If Fanatics Live can make that happen in the new year, Boom, that would be amazing. We'll give you, away, And we'll give away a free case. We'll, we'll use it as promotion and give away a whole free case. How about that? That's a, that's a big giveaway. Don't worry about that. Okay. A nice I'm offer in on this that. office. I'm in on that. Don't worry about that. Money is flowing. <laughs> um, you've also talked about... Oh, by the way, in 2024... We're doing a live break at SGC. Whether they sponsor it or not, I'm going to the freaking office and just breaking there. <laughs> like, I've seen other people do it with them and with PSA now. I think it's a great, like, I think it's an awesome idea. We're doing that. So okay. You've been warned. I'm going to show up there and do it. Um, Boca Raton. You also have influencers on your list. I do have. When do you start talking about some of these I'm things? I've been doing plenty of talking. Okay. Uh, influencers in 2024. I think that we continue to weed out the ones that oh, good. Um, we're seeing... I guess like slow down or maybe just stop altogether in 2023. I think that who, who are we talking about? Anybody in particular? Well, like, I'm blanking on no. It's like some of the ones that we talked about last time. Um, say like the the card pod that that one's kind of gone. Oh the yeah, I wonder what Jim Mint yeah. guys. Some of the other social media accounts that I had mentioned. Rob the card therapist. <laughs> I don't think he'll be back. Card porn. Card where are, porn, the, where are these good guys? Um, so I think we continue to weed out, though, not just like the scammers and stuff like that, but also just people who they got in it specifically for the money or they just saw it as an opportunity to, you know, expand their their clout. 
this point, I think if you're in it, you are in it because you are either backed by a big company or you are actually really entertaining. I don't think we're going to, I think we're going to lose a lot of these guys who have just been doing it for the strict, you know, love of it, I guess. And that's, you think the people who just love the hobby are going to, we're going to lose them. I think we're going to lose the people who are doing it as to be an influencer. Oh, well, that's different. Those are not guys who are doing it for the love of the hobby. Well, I don't know. I think that some of them, like they were already collectors and they put out content. There's ones I'm specifically thinking of. I just don't want to name we names. Can cut it. Eddie, uh, you can you can bleep this out. Who is it? Like I think the, I think oh, like the, you can definitely bleep that name out. Yeah, I think the even he's not going anywhere though. I don't know. Even the they are you already already slower in a lot of their content. Like, really? Yeah. As far as like what they put out, how often they put it out, and it just seems like they're kind of like getting a little redundant as is anyway, but hmm. I actually think we're going to see the opposite of that because I've seen more of a pushback on fanatics like uniting influencers almost, or I say influencers, content creators more than anything. Uniting them together? like Well, just uniting them in the in the cause like we have to push back. I'm uh-huh. going to be honest with you. I don't care. You can call me a sell it. I, I will still, when there's an issue, if Bowman Best comes out and they're missing uh, Ellie Dela Cruz autos, we're going to blast them on the podcast. Doesn't matter that they're going to be paying us. Like we're going to blast them. Period. That's not a sellout. That's the good thing. That's no, no, but I am selling on other respects though. Oh, but like, <laughs> good. I I fully plan on, you know, in business. So I guess it's just one of those things. There is writing on the wall in certain areas. There's certain things. I'm like, you know, we could push back. Like I mean, quite frankly, we had real discussions with PSA after working with SGC, and I think we both agreed it might be a little less money to stick with SGC, but I believe in the cause. Like that is a that is a hill I'm willing to die on. Yeah, absolutely. That hey, they are second in resale, but they are number one in every other thing. Yeah, like, I'm willing to die on that hill and and take a a financial loss, a small financial loss to do so, right? Uh, and I think we can influence change there. Mm-hmm. With fanatics, you're not going to influence. Like I've seen people try to start petitions. I see people now doing the hashtag boycott tops. I'll be honest with you. I'm just like, no, let me just buy as much tops as possible. We're breaking yeah. on Fanatics Live. They own the licensing for 20 years. They're going to get football and basketball soon. I- I'm all about accountability though. Mm-hmm. But I also feel like a bunch of like, YouTube accounts saying things about them and people posting stuff on Instagram, I don't think does anything to a company like that. There's certain hobby companies. Mm -hmm. I think if enough guys did that, it would affect them. I think Fanatics is just way above that, quite frankly. My thing is, and I'll just be straight with you, was I would like to do as much business as possible with them, breaking content, social, everything, so that when issues come up, I would like us to just simply be the go-to people who get the stories in 2024. And then we are the ones who get to ask the questions and, and hopefully hold some things and get some accountability out of them, but I, I I don't know. I'm I'm I'm. That's not a fight where I'm like oh, I'm all in. Like I want to fight back into fanatics. I think they've been doing a pretty good job. There's been some screw ups. I think they've done a pretty the the transparency of them. I've been really happy with. They come out more often than not when there's an issue, which well, is more a, than we've gotten in recent years. It's from the anybody. communication that I appreciate about sure. it, and that's but where things I think could be we better. Continue to see it. Yeah, no question. But things could be better. Yep. And again, if there's a major screw up with Bowman's Best, I'm going to blast them on here because that's a that's an awesome that is set up to be a great product, great price, everything. Let's see what happens. Yeah, I think in 2024, at this point, Fanatics will continue their reign on these sports, but I don't see it getting worse than where we're at now. Because Worse in what sense? Well, in, in any sense, in, whether that's quality of grades, right? We already had some issues where some products came out. The quality, not grades, I should say quality of the cards. So like printing issues. There were some issues there. There it were issues where there's... Corrected dump. mostly. I think they are 
The Sting? super fractor was a big thing, though. The yes. du- like double super fractor. But again, that was like from a somewhat a, th- a theft from the. the no, no, no. Place. I'm talking the Bowman Chrome where they made two. They oh yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, yeah, like, that one can, was. That can never happen again. But that's where it does seem like okay. Are we just saying like because it's a big company and they're doing like a good job, they're never going to make a mistake again? I don't think that's the case for any company, Correct, right? But there are levels. Like a flagship sure. product like Bowman Chrome can't have the number one chase be duplicated. And I'm glad you came up with the crazy bounties, which are through the roof. Yes. Still can't have that happen again. Like Agreed. That, so, certain things like that, there's no amount of fixability there. But it's the same with SGC where it's like if they are doing, and I, I'm not, we're not doing this just because they're, they're sponsored. It just makes sense. And how they treat their customers. If you were listening to the overall customer complaint of, hey, we recognize we made a mistake and we're going to not just acknowledge it, but then try to fix it. I, I That's what I'm okay with. I don't care if you make a mistake if you try and fix it. And I think that's what they're doing. Yeah, and I just differ. There's certain levels of mistakes you can't make again. Superfractors, I mean, too, too, too big of a mistake. Duplicate superfractors coming out in draft. Like back-to-back products. I have an issue with that. That's a major problem. I think that would obviously be like, if it was back-to-back issues like that, I think that's a bigger story than well, but it just if was. it ever happened. Like when a, the Superfractor issue was only the one product, I thought the other one. Well, Bowman Chrome, they printed two Supers, which is a huge issue. Mm-hmm. Bowman Draft, they allowed an employee at the manufacturer that I, at least from what we've been told, the little we've heard from outside sources, they own that printery manufacturer pack or whatever you want to call it. One of their employees was backdooring cards out. Yeah, but I mean, apparently that person's been doing it with Panini too, and they've been doing it for years. I don't, I'm not just saying, oh yeah, that was also the same issue. I don't consider that the same issue. That's two different issues to me. But two of your big three flagship products of the year, Bowman Chrome, Bowman Draft, major screw-ups. But it, Major this, issues, period. Whatever there I, was an issue, there were major issues. I agree, but at this point, you can't say, well, they're not doing their best to try and fix that going forward because- We'll see. I want to see a Bowman release come up. That would be my, my thought is if we've seen them actually comment on these things to say, hey, we're taking steps. That's a, that's a, hey, we're fixing that issue. And so I think in 2024, we continue to see- I gotta see see it. I continue, I think we continue to see a, um, I guess, improvement on what we've already seen improved upon. Okay. Yeah, I mean, that's a lot of, to me, it's a show me. Bowman best has sure. to be flawless. In April 2024, Bowman has to be flawless. Like you have, you, you got to get some of these right regardless. I don't care why there is an issue, who's responsible. At the end of the day, we need to start seeing some flagship stuff come out where there's just, like in the like in the old days, no problems. All right, we talked about, let's talk about some of the, the other ones. that so we talked about Fanatics. What about Panini? I really wonder what they look like in 24. I mean, they're making I mean, a they push. They licensing, right, for the next 24 and 25? I believe that's right. I, I would love to get an answer, which I, we'll never we'll never. We've gotten answers before. I think it's 24 and 25. I don't think it's starts So Fanatics doesn't take over till t- January 1st of 26. That's my understanding. Baseball. That's what I mean. Like, I, I, don't, I don't know with, for absolute certainty if that's the case or not, but I, I think that's correct. Um, I've also seen Panini really go the NIL deal route with some of these guys and adding a lot of the big names in college. The other thing that scares me, though, is Fanatics has really put a damper on football and basketball this year by having some of their guys be exclusive to Fanatics, which means they are not in licensed products this year. Wemby, uh, CJ Stroud, like you've got some major, major names. I think, I mean, I can't imagine you just get away from that model. I think Mm -hmm. that's just going to continue going forward. Like I think next year's draft class, like Caleb Williams, I would, I would bet if you had gun to my head right now, I would bet money that Caleb Williams is a Fanatics exclusive autograph signer next year and probably already is. I would also say the same about like Drake May. But again, you've got an iconic, a potentially iconic rookie class of quarterbacks like we did last year. 
and are we not going to have their autographs? That scares me. I, I agree with the autograph part of it because obviously that's what people want. That's that's what makes a card the more, most valuable in most cases, right? In most cases, it's because there's an auto yeah. on there. Yeah. The situation that we see ourselves going into is, yeah, there's not going to be autos of some of these guys, but it doesn't mean the other, every other card where there's not an auto and there's still a lot of fanfare and popularity around it. I think you're still going to see that in large part because one guys already like it and they know that's the, that will be the rookie no matter what. This is the rookie card. Even if I don't have an auto on that card, it is still the rookie card. So I think guys still continue to flock to it for that. And I've seen how guys are already pumping like the breakers on all live auction platforms are all pumping Panini football right now. Prism football is all people are talking about. First off the lines, all people are talking about. And I think because of that, people are going to get hyped and want to buy more. Just, I mean, there's certain, like Prism though, is is like the exception to this. Because in general, that's the one product you weren't chasing autos anyways. That hasn't changed. It's all the other products that have taken a beating. Well, I'm not Also, breakers are some of the dumbest people on the earth. Just yeah, to be but, clear. But, okay, fair. But it doesn't <laughs> mean that they're not still influential. And I do think the, the autos doesn't mean... It, the fact that there are no autos does not mean they will not take a hit. I think they do still have some kind of negative effect as far as pricing goes. We just saw first off the line for Prism. I think it was like $850 is what they ended up going for. And that's much lower than what they typically go for for first off the line. Obviously, there's a hit there, but I think that does, I think we still see a lot of popularity around those products. I think you're downplaying that big time. Yeah, I think I think this year's football market has been way more down than those comments. I don't, you, but you are not as up to date on that market. Like, I absolutely am. I'm, still, I'm in break rooms all the time. I see got, big football breakers are struggling to fill breaks. Prism is the, again, Prism is an exception. Prism, Mosaic, Optic. Okay. Eh, optic a little less. But it's, it's, it's definitely hurt products this year. Well, I think that is the fact. My, by the way, the fact you just said how much was first off the line prism eight fifty, dude. Last year it was like twelve hundred bucks. I know it was, and, and you've got C.J. Stroud this year, mm -hmm. Anthony Richardson, Will Levis, uh, uh, who's the clown in Carolina who can't play, Bryce Young. Like you've got some savagely talented quarterbacks, even if some of them have not performed great. That's amazing. It's over that like, but but that's the thing. It's still going to sell because it's still their rookie. But, it's but, still, but, but but my point is. All things being equal, if last year was twelve hundred, this mm -hmm. year should have been eighteen, fifteen, eighteen hundred, like a lot more. It's a way better class, way better. I mean, CJ Stroud is having a historically good year, historically like unbelievable. The fact that it's selling for what is for thirty five, thirty three percent less. But that's, that's you're also like saying it came out at twelve hundred. That was before people were really looking at like Br or, uh, Purdy at that time. Like, if, I think if they knew what was, was in it? there. I mean, Purdy was already playing by this time last year. When the product came out, when well, first off the line came out, I'll check. I'll I mean, it came out it in came December out. last year. Let me see. Yeah, Purdy was playing pretty well. And Pickett was still a guy and Desmond Ritter was still a guy. That's what I mean. Like, this, the, the fact that this is not outselling last year, I think the only thing you could point to is the lack of autographs. Well, which I, is bad. I, I just, I, I, I just, I'm not saying you're wrong. I just think we're going to keep seeing this. Like, I, I think this is going to be the trend for the next two years. Well, that is. Which is terrifying. Like, if, I don't, it's not good for the hobby. I think it is. Uh, again, there's not a real positive effect of not having autos in there, obviously. But it could change if we see a lowering of prices in wax. If Panini lowers okay. wax so prices. now you're making some sense. That, that point, I think, is very. Yeah, if we start seeing boxes come out 
yeah, much cheaper, like Prism did. Okay, then you know what? On that, I would say that is an upside. Then at least you, yeah, you can't, ch- he cannot chase the autos, but at least you can get into wax for a much more reasonable price. That would be a win. That would almost balance it out. Doesn't wouldn't completely cover, but that would cover a lot of it. I'm good on that one. Okay. The first off the line, by the way, right now it looks like it sells for like sixteen hundred. When it came out, the date it came out was for 2022, first off the line, was March of 23. So, yeah, that was, it had come out after he had played for a little bit. March of 22 is after the season. March of 23. Yeah, I know. So, I'm, I'm agreeing with you. I mean, right. So, yeah, it did come out after he had been playing for a little bit. Yeah. So. The pricing's a valid, I'll give you that. I don't like the rest of your points. I think that's a valid point, though. Yeah, I I, I, that's what I've struggled with, though. How is pricing not cheaper right now? The wax pricing has, I would say baseball is a little bit more in line, although some of the high-end baseball I don't understand either at all. Uh, but football and basketball, I, I struggle with. See, that's the thing. Like, you, you're you not a big football collector. As far as far, I'm not as much as you are a baseball collector. I know you're still in break rooms. I would love to see what some of the breakers who actually – and I don't even want like the biggest breakers. I would like to just have an average breaker see what they are seeing right now for football as well, far Eddie as like demand or, goes. Eddie doesn't order any, like we used to get half cases allocated and always fill them up with rebuy priced boxes to fill up cases. Mm-hmm. He hasn't done that in months now. That's how weak basketball and football have been. And it's just, you think it's strictly because of demand? Or what else would it be? Well, I mean, like because he hasn't had product. We could get products. So I'm telling you, we're not even ordering more product. But you actually could get the product, though? Oh, always. Okay. Yeah. All right. I, and I'm seeing that. Like, I, I think that's becoming the norm. Like, I, not yeah. good. It, it, you may very well be right as far as demand being weighed down. It just doesn't seem like that when all the breakers are choosing to sell that over Bowman Draft when they can still try and hit Brady's. And- but you can't get Bowman Draft anymore, either. That's the difference. Like, Bowman Draft is so low to Fanatics right now. Yeah, but I mean, the guys, I would think the guys on Fanatics Live who were all still breaking it up until like two days ago before the product came out were still, they still have it. I mean, I think Some they're do. just turning over to this product because it seems more like the one that there's more demand for. Right. But again, we're based on Prism. That's Prism is not reflective of the, of the year of football. I'm just saying, it seems like every, every argument, there's always a reason why it's not why my argument doesn't make sense, but that's fine. I disagree that you I like evidence. Act, <laughs> I, yeah, I haven't heard any evidence from you other than you've just seen it. So We don't order product anymore. Brady has a huge break room. And stopped it's ordering. All, it's, you guys have become strictly like a baseball room. Like because it's almost all the, baseball. Because of the lack of demand. Football <laughs> and base, basketball you, breaks didn't fill. I'm, I know they didn't fill for you, but it, just because it didn't fill for you doesn't mean it's not filling for and other people. And the other break rooms I'm a part of on Facebook. Okay. That, like, that is empirical <laughs> evidence. Like, I see break rooms that used to f- fill way more basketball and football than we do not even doing it. I mean, even the guys at Monster will tell you basketball has been atrocious this year. Football, way slower. They've I had don't know s- anything about basketball as far as, like, the demand for it goes. But I do know, overall, it does seem like the resale on basketball was... Uh, if you look at the card letter index, that one is hurt probably the worst in the last six months was basketball. Football is actually really close behind it. But baseball, to you, the point of what is doing well and what will probably do well into 2024 will probably be baseball the most. Hmm. <laughs> huh. What else? The You didn't say anything on the first one or two as far as sports that will rebound. 
Do you think any, because of what we just talked about? I think baseball will still continue to see a, a strong market, and I think that we'll see pricing increase and demand increase there. I mean, the rookie class in 2023 is going to be, like, unbelievably good. Okay. You've got some, I mean, you've got, I'm assuming, well, Ellie's going to be in everything. I'm assuming Jason Dominguez is going to be a rookie in everything. Junior Caminero at some point is going to have rookie stuff, which is big. Uh, you're going to have, let me think here, Jackson Holiday, Jackson Cheerio, depending on when they get called up. You've got some potential to have some really, really impactful young players. I think the baseball market's going to do the best. Because again, I think this was the first year we've seen the the lessening demand on the other two sports. I think it's going to get worse next year. So I think I think that is going to get, I think baseball will continue to thrive. How about this one? We didn't even touch on it. Products returning or leaving. You think anything know any. didn't do well enough to keep it around? I'm sure they did, but I haven't heard anything. Like at the Tops conference last year, they announced a bunch that got, um, that got canceled or that they were going to cancel, mm-hmm. which was great. I, w- I was actually happy they got rid of a bunch of SKUs. I haven't heard anything. Actually, I haven't even heard of when the Tops conference is this year. When was it last year? It must have been in the springtime or, 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 or end of winter because Hannah was like, she was already pregnant. Yeah, I can't remember. I, I thought it was like February though, but maybe sense. it was. No, no, no. That makes sense. Okay. I'm curious um, we haven't heard about that yet. Yeah, that was my only thought with the whole products returning slash leaving is maybe it's not even like a card product, maybe or a, a actual card skew, but maybe just more. I don't know. We see so many people entering the space of like light up your cards or like make your card levitate on a holder, you know. Oh, well, like accessories and stuff. Yeah, just any of these like little gimmicky things. Some of them are cool. Some of them like. I think have a place. I just don't know if there's going to be much more innovation going into 2024. I would love to see it, obviously. And I think at this point, people have had, what, the last year or 2021, two, three years to get some of these ideas. If they had it, when they first saw the boom, they've got plenty of time to get them off the ground. How uh, I think 2024 is going to be a good year for innovation. I just don't, I don't know what that would look like. Except for what we talked about with other actual card makers, not card accessories, card makers. I think it would be amazing to start seeing like individual card skews uh, or uh, not skews, but serial number, not in the sense of like one out of a hundred, but like oh, where it's for your identify, identification, purposes. identification purposes. Yeah. I would love that to kick see something. For a while. It's not a bad idea. I don't know if it's going to happen, but I think it's a good idea. Yeah. This, yeah. I would love to see anything like that come into the space, anything that helps the hobby in a security way or just makes it more of uh, an appeal outside of... Like an incognito mode to protect you. You know how much crap I get for that comment? <laughs> I think well-deserved, honestly, but I mean... Interesting. I mean, it was just like, it, you heard the answer and then you kept digging in, so I think it was only... It I was only just digging sense. in to see if how widespread this was. <laughs> how widespread the phenomena of incognito mode is. Yeah. All right, um... Any other thoughts for no. 2024 None. going into it? As far as the hobby in general, 10Xing? No. I think that's it. Because you never actually said, you never gave your opinion on what the hobby would be. I said I was optimistic going into the new year. Yeah, I missed it the last show. Like, I, that's kind of how I feel. Like, I think it's an election year. People are going to spend more money. Okay. I feel good about that. And I feel strong about that statement. Okay. I feel like we will not be in this building. Next year, regardless. Well, considering as you just told me you sold it, so. I think I'm going to sell it. Pretty excited about it. Mix. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, a lot of our stuff is up in the uh, is up in the air for 2024 personally, so I, I really don't know. 
about our situation, about the hobby situation, what other players are going to come in. Like every year we've had a major player come in. Like the Ringer, 2020. Fanatics, 2021. You know, we've Mm -hmm. seen some of these major, major companies. Netflix coming on with the Golden Series last year. So who does, or this, this current year, I should say, so, do we see that again next year? Is there like some major shakeup? Maybe I, I don't know. Does Panini and, and do Panini and Fanatics come to an agreement where there's some sort of a licensing deal or some kind of an agreement, an, ac- an acquisition, a merger of some kind, so we can get product back together? Yeah, that would be amazing. I don't think it's going to happen. And you've got two titans in the room who just don't care. Do you have a product you wish they would come out with, or anything like that? Oh, Topps Chrome Football, old school Topps Chrome Football, even and without like, licensing. No, 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 with licensing. Well, in 2024, I mean. like, do you Yeah, I wish they'd come together and come out with that. But I thought they couldn't come out with that. I wish they would come together for a, deal, a licensing deal so they can make licensing. You want Tops a licensing Chrome. deal with Panini yeah. so that they can go ahead I and I love Topps Chrome. Old school Topps Finest football. Stadium Club Chrome old school football. Loved it. Okay. I would love to see a very similar to Pop Century Topps product as well. I would like to see any kind of... A Topps branded... Celebrity auto product. Celebrity auto product. Yep. I wonder if we'll ever see that. I, I just wonder if Zero Cool They've flamed out so heavy that it's just done. Well, I mean, the Zero Cool was like, did they They never had a celebrity-specific card product. They had like a, true. shows and stuff. Yeah, which, here's the thing. Did the that's Dune been stuff ever before. come out? I don't know if Dune ever did come out. That's a I, good I question. I forgot about that. As I was passing out after basketball, I fell asleep watching some Dune this morning for the show. Dune's a great movie. Um... The Stranger Things was like the big thing that came out. And they've had That's a few right. iterations of that. Jackass was one. The, what was the first one? Oh, the Gary V. The, the um, Zero Cool. Zero Cool. What are those Zero. boxes selling for, by the way? It's like 3000 something Can we sell there? our Don't we still have a box? Uh, yeah. Sell that sucker. But I do think that that is a very doable product. And it would be a very popular product. Especially what? like based the celebrity card. I think. Oh, I agree. And I think that is a space that we continue to see growth in. Because... It is, unlike Pokemon, which seems very, Pokemon, Lorcana, these TCGs seem a little almost like kid-oriented. Oh. Kid um, granted, there's plenty of adults who still like it and enjoy it, including myself. No weird remarks from you. Thank you. Um, Interesting you happen to just be diving headfirst into that while also growing a creepy mustache. Couldn't help but notice that. Jerry with that comment, by the and way. Social comment of the week, Jerry P., the fi- the f- thought I have, though, is sure. that if you make a product that is overall an, an un- underserved part of the hobby that uh, still generates a lot of revenue, like a celebrity auto, I think that's how you can 10x. I mean, not 10x, but that's that's how you can grow the hobby. I, I'm tired of saying 10x. I think Stop saying it. I think grow the hobby is a w- overall manifesto for everybody, or it should be. This should be the year of, okay, what are we doing to get out of the, you know, Joe, Bob, and Dave who come into my shop every single week, same guys buying product. Great. I'm so happy that they're still buying product. Why aren't their wives coming in or their friends coming in? I I agree with that. You know, the other one I'm curious about, actually, speaking of companies that um, potentially in 2020, this was the random message we got on Instagram from Starstock. Oh, yeah. This past week, I didn't realize... This like Steiner, who owns Steiner Sports, mm-hmm. I, I believe now own Starstock, right? Yeah, he. Well, they just bought. It was collectible something. Oh, okay. Uh, they collectible exchange. I think is his Steiner company. used to be a huge name. Steiner got bought out by somebody. Oh, you'd heard of him before. The Steiner name was like the name in like high end autographs. 
like growing up, if, if there was an autograph ball from Derek Jeter with a PSA certificate, it was worth 300, whatever, 200 bucks. Mm-hmm. If it was a Steiner autograph one, it was like the PSA effect right now. It was worth 20, 30% more, whatever. Crazy oh. premium on Steiner stuff always. Is it just because they, if, the I, author is, or the authentication on it? That's literally the only reason. It was the okay. exact same piece, different authentication. I actually wonder if Fanatics didn't buy Steiner. Hmm. Somebody bought Steiner out in the last couple of years. I do remember seeing that story. But yeah, he reached out to us, like, which, which makes me wonder, like, are they going to do something? I just, I, I felt it was more like, hey, I want to promote that I bought out Starstuck and talk about it. But yeah. Um, yeah, I don't care about that. But if you're doing something interesting with the hobby. Oh, yeah. Fanatics acquired Steiner Sports June 3rd of 2019. There you go. Cool. Including most of their inventory and, int- and intellectual property. You might know that as IP. At this yeah. At this point, I think the the yeah. hobby is poised to make a bounce back. If nothing else, maybe not the full year, but I think in January, I've already seen, like, if you go through the card letter index and see some of the, you know, what's been trending in the last week, a lot of things are bouncing. Star Wars, by the way, oh, which I am... Self-promotion? Well, it's self-promotion, but it's also Play a very some music. interesting fact. It's me, it's me, it's me. Is that a Star Wars thing? Yeah, it's me. Self-promotion. Go ahead. Jesse's a breaker now. It's important. Take it away. Oh, I did hit a button to make a Star Wars sound effect, but it's not doing it. Oh, what that's a loss. A, that's a shame. <laughs> I don't know if the audience is going to recover from that one. <laughs> uh, wow, a little late on that one. Oh, that's from the bar scene on Tatooine. I remember this. Yeah, I remember Nailed it well. It. I did nail it. Hello there. <laughs> that's also one of my favorites. That's, how you, that's, that's um, Jesse at the convenience store with that mustache <laughs> just talking to people. <laughs> Hello there. I have a minivan. I I was I was wanting to see like as we look at the year going back um and trying to predict what we see going into 2024 Star Wars is the number one asset class as far as like the indexes go uh the In best growth? return it's the only one of two spaces that had a positive growth in 2023. There were literally 15 cards that sold a month ago that affected that whole thing. Up. I I get I have serious hesitation and reservations about Star Wars going forward. Like the high-end stuff. Not the stuff you're breaking. You're doing the Star Wars Masterworks. Masterworks, yeah. Great. New product. People love it. All The vintage stuff, though, it was one auction that went absolutely crazy. That is wrong, but that's okay. Well, the majority of that's not wrong. All those records were set to one auction that went off about a month ago, two months ago, whatever it was. Yeah, I I believe in facts. So if you can provide that to me, sure. Let me pull up the name because Robert Robert is the one who so those are all his cards. He may have had cards in it, which is great, but it is not the like there were multiple opportunities for the product to fall off in July, July thirtieth. There was also a huge boom in the space in single sales. Yes, so July and then yes, in November we also saw another boom, but we're also seeing a continued steady uptick. I don't know what it goes for. I don't know what Star Wars does in the year. If anything, I would say that one has the biggest chance to have like maybe a balancing out effect. But yeah, I, I that's what I'm talking about. I, I see that doing what Marvel did. It's all the rage, couple crazy auctions in a row, and then just a huge correction. But that's the thing. Like it was also popular at the time of Marvel. So that's this is the one where I think it's different because at the same fact, the, uh, the same point in time that Marvel and all these other non-sports were doing well and booming, and then you saw a correction, Star Wars was also included in that, but it corrected some, but it is it didn't correct nearly as much, and now we've seen an increase. So, hmm. I, and this is something I'm completely 
you know, new to the Star Wars uh, collecting space. I've only gotten a few Star Wars vintage cards myself. However, there's definitely enough demand across not just the U.S., but across the world where there's people across that are... Across the galaxy. Across the galaxy. Thank you. Nice call. The uh, the Star Wars Masterwork product, I am very interested to see what it does, what you guys are interested in about it. I, I'm breaking it tonight, Thursday night. So if you guys want to get in on it, I'm just going to do it on mini boxes. So each... Each box has a, four mini boxes. I'm just breaking them out that way. How are Everybody you selling wants, it though? Uh, four mini boxes, just personals. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So I was wondering. I was wondering how oh, you yeah, break yeah. it. No, I'm not. Yeah, I'm just selling personal mini boxes from. That's how most other guys have been breaking it down for guys. It's amazing to me Han Solo made it as long as he did. Like he's just a guy in like a in this galaxy where everybody Cut. has these special special abilities. No one abilities. needs to hear another Mike Star Wars take. And this dude just out there with a gun. Like, why didn't anybody he's just? He's also like, American. Um, where you'll notice, actually, Luke and Leia were also American. Everyone else was like British, though. America doesn't exist then. Um, <laughs> why didn't someone just English? like force choke him? I don't understand that. He I he had no business being alive that long. That's you're asking so, a lot of questions. He's saying he was eventually. Force choked and killed. So his he son. He got choked. Yeah. Force choked. I don't I, recall that. I mean, was it literal choked? I don't remember him getting choked at all. He got. He stabbed was on in the that stomach. little. Oh, guys! Spoiler alert! If you haven't seen the new one, he did die. Um. Yeah, I thought uh, wasn't his son grabbing him. They were holding each other. They were having a moment. And then he like oh, lit, and then the then he lit up the Star through. Wars. Oh, lit up the uh, lightsaber. The, the, the sword. It's a lightsaber, bro. You're going to break this stuff? Know what it is, please. Embarrass- <laughs> you're embarrassing yourself. I'm just saying. He did not. You're right. He did get I'm stabbed. just he saying good choke. for him. As Stop. overrated a character as there is. Okay. Cool guy. I like him. I just had no business being alive that long. That's it. All right. That's fine. This episode is brought to you by Jiffy Lube. Cars can be a big investment, so it's important to take care of them. I once got a car that I started out with 25,000 miles on, I got it to over 200,000 miles because I took care of it. You know how you take care of a car? You take care of the maintenance, the oil, the brakes, all that stuff. And if you don't, you can have a car just completely fall apart. When your car needs maintenance, head to Jiffy Lube. They provide automotive excellence at speed. Get your oil changed, brakes checked, Tons of other multi-care services. It's all done by expertly trained technicians who actually care about taking care of you and your car. Jiffy Lube, car more. To find coupons and start an instant online estimate, visit jiffylube.com. This episode is brought to you by Atlassian. Atlassian software like Jira, Confluence, and Trello help power global collaboration for all teams so they can accomplish everything that's impossible alone. Because individually, we're great, but together, we're so much better. Learn how to unleash the potential of your team at Atlassian.com, A-T-L-A-S-S-I-A-N.com, Atlassian. Tap the banner or visit this episode's page to learn more. This episode is brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. As a ruthless king builds his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape will fight for the future of apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX this Friday and in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now.
We were going to do candy. Uh, hey, here's a fun fact. Let me, I got to share this with you. Let me just finish the sentence and then have your fun your fact. Your mother has friend request me on Facebook. That's great. Four names. Yes. T-U-G-T. She has. Oh, All she's last keeping, names. Yeah. I like Maiden that. name, first last name, married, first married last name. Yeah. I have not confirmed. Okay, good. <laughs> the candy digital packs that we ripped on the last episode, we were going to do an update. Only a couple of them have sold at this point, so we can't really do a whole lot of updating on that. At this point, we got what we asked for, which was market value as far as what they were already reselling for. Uh, what do we sell? Like what cards? So did the Adley sell? No, nothing big. It was like smaller stuff. Are they sold. at auction? They are basically just up for, but they don't have, it's not an auction feature. It's so oh, you just, can't auction. Yeah. So, so this is just a buy it now. Oh. Yeah. So at this point, we'll update you when we get more information. But yeah. Okay. Um, the other thing, we didn't really talk about prison football and the fact that it's coming out as of next Wednesday. Right. Not first off the line, but actually prison football yeah, comes out next do Wednesday. Prism, I mean, it's a solid product. It's a good class this year. Again, it's going to do well. I actually picked up a couple boxes just to live auction. I did that. I did my first live PYT auction break last night on Fanatics Live. I like it. I am curious what happens if we see that product at least come out a little sooner next year. Because, I mean, obviously, if first off the line came out in March of this year, that's yeah, we're four months earlier. I mean, so three months early, really. And end of December. But yeah, three months early. I wonder if they could get it closer to kickoff or in season, start of the season. Well, not start. This is when it's always traditionally it's been a December release. Oh, it is November, always? December, almost always. Oh, really? Which is great, by the way. Well, at least it's you, back to what it was. Yeah, because then you've got established guys doing it. Like you you want to see like if guys are thriving. Like CJ Stroud was selling well in August. He's selling way like much better now. He's amazing. Sure. Now, granted, other guys have dropped off, but that's actually a good thing. Like the guys who are trash, you don't want to be spending a ton of money on early. So I like that. I hope it, I hope they keep it December, early December would be ideal in my opinion. Okay. So at this point, I think it's, they're saying 850 even for that, at least blowout is for hobby for hobby. Yes. Okay. Um, I'm going to break a few boxes. Like I said, well, honestly, cheap single box PYT auctions. Okay. Uh, the other one is Penny national treasures baseball. I'm actually excited about it. So I have three cases. I think Eddie has three cases. Mine will be for sale by the time you hear this podcast. I'm doing a live break tomorrow night, Fanatics Live, Sports Card Nonsense, the channel. Obviously, I've got a case of Draft HTA. That stuff went up $1,000, by the way, overnight. Um, so we're doing a random teams break of that. Stupid expensive. 112 bucks. but we're going to do packs, like free packs of stuff to everybody who skunks. But then we're also going to do some NT baseball PYTs. And then I think I'm going to live auction PYT a box or two with that too. I like the live auction stuff. Nice. That's going to be my calling card going forward with stuff like Bowman's best. We're going to do a live auction of a full case because I'm very curious to see what the market determines like the price of the team should be. Okay. Very cool. Um, Take it easy. A lot of excitement over there. <laughs> you know, I like to actually try and help you like other, unlike when I talk about the thing I'm breaking, it's like, uh, I pumped up Star Wars. Wars. You didn't pump up Star Wars at all. You talked about how you thought Han Solo should have been force choked. I said he could have been. There's no, <laughs> he has no business being around that long. That's not he do? Even Chewbacca. I mean, he's a hairy dude and he gets to shoot stuff. Cool. He has a belt on around his chest for no reason, by the way. You ever see that utility belt used ever? Never. He's like one of the dudes at the card show now that has a fanny pack, but they wear it around their shoulder. Just wearing it. No, And nobody will tell him he looks like an idiot. How does this do, say anything? Do the Wookiee sound. Promoting it. Do the Wookiee sound. You do it real quick. You do a good sound. Uh, okay. 
I will not. No. You, sums up your, I don't get to ask, ask you to do something and then you not do it. And then you can ask me to do something do and do? I just do it. Ask me what to do. No, no, we're good. I have nothing else. That sums up your appearance today, honestly. Lackluster. Oof. I hate you. I know. That's <laughs> fair. I hate you. Nice There's ending a lot of to truth. To a lot of truth in that. December 28th, year of the podcast. Last year of the podcast. All right. Um, PWCC Weekly Review. You had cases you know, we have a in show. mind? We have a show next week. That'll be New Year. That's <laughs> not... No, no one knows about that. Okay. Um, I have 29 cards I'm bidding on right now. In How do I see the Sunday's I'm auction? On. Hang on here. You summary. Go to summary, or you can go to my buying tab too. I prefer not to. Okay. Oh yeah, summary doesn't help at all. Okay. Looks like I will be going. What is go it? Go to my, my buying, or just buy. It may just say buying, buying for you. Yep. I see buying. Oh okay. yeah, here we go. What do you, what are you bidding on? Because I am bidding on every non-sport card under ten dollars, and then a couple others. So I'm actually only bidding currently on on cases. I have a little theory I'm testing out this week. I'm trying not to promote this too much, but I'm hoping this won't. I don't know that it will anyways. I didn't realize there was wax being sold on these auctions, like full sealed cases of, of Bowman and Tops and all this other stuff. So I'm going to go heavy and try to chase and see if I can't get some discounts on some wax pricing, like, like full cases of wax. Current stuff or older stuff? Nope, all current. 2022 and 2023. Oh, okay. Um, I'm the high bidder on a few of those things because, I, like I said, I just never paid attention to it. And that makes me wonder, do other people pay attention? And if not, like if I can get this stuff for 20, 30% below blowout, fantastic. I'll go break it and make a bunch of money. Win-win. Uh, there's also a couple of... I, I try to stay away generally from like the monster stuff that's like unattainable for people. Mm-hmm. Uh, this week, I was like, forget it. I, there's some ridiculous cards on here now. Uh, the Lamar NTRPA. I think it's a PSA 8. Who cares about the grades? Got an okay. awesome patch. Lamar's obviously on fire. Just destroyed Brock Purdy. Um, I don't believe the 49ers covered that in that game. Uh, the Lamar card is going to go for big, big money. Perfect timing. There's a, I think there's one of these at Golden right now, but there's a Tom Brady gold auto out of draft as a PSA 10. I think that's already up to 17 or 18,000. That's going to do huge money. There's another card I'm curious about. 2000 Bowman Chrome, Tom Brady. It's the in-person auto. Somebody had the card just signed. It wasn't pack pulled. Mm-hmm. It's a PSA 10-10. Now, the 9-5-10s, I've come very close to buying. I've not really seen many PSA 10-10s. I am bidding on this card, but I'm not, I, I just don't really know what to make of it because I'm not going to pay a huge multiplier just because it's gem mint and a PSA holder. I just refuse to do it. So we'll see. I'm very curious to what that card goes to. But my overall point, there are some real, like if you look, there's some, some star rubies, some PMGs. This is actually, to me, one of the more grail item premieres we've, or uh, weeklies we've seen. Nice. At least that I've seen. There's some really big stuff, which I think is cool. Sometimes we talk about the $20, $30 cards you can get a win on. I think and there's, there's plenty of that as well, by the way. But there's some really big stuff this week that I think could potentially be a good buy. I wonder, too, now that we are past like the initial push of the holidays, the one where it's the most financially taxing on people, if people now suddenly have a little more money, maybe they got gift cards, maybe they got cash as gifts. And now they go out and start spending some on this. I'll tell you what I did get. A couple of $100 Fanatics gift cards at Sam's Club with my membership. 70 bucks a whack. Really? 70 bucks for 100 hmm Dude, I might go down there. That'd be... Do you have a Sam's card? Uh, yes. <laughs> Do I have a Sam's card, please? I had a Sam's card before you were born. Um, I'm older than you. Pop Century. Wiser than you, too. It does not have any cases on there, which is really sad. 
I did want to at least point this out just because it was a lot of fun. Point. We, uh, I had like three cases. I have six boxes. I have half a case left actually, but I ended up over the last week sold all the uh, pop century that I had except for those six. We were on a Macaulay Culkin slash Kevin McAllister hunt um, right. for Home Alone. You're doing it every time this this time of year. Home Alone's playing everywhere. I I love watching it. I uh, we just watched it. it by the way. It's very enjoyable, start to finish. the The big chase was trying to find the Kevin McAllister auto. Um, on Monday morning, yep. we're ripping product like at nine a.m. I've got the movie playing on the screen while we're while I'm ripping. And wouldn't you know it, we found a one-of-one Macaulay Culkin. I thought it was just a really fun uh, experience. I thought guys in the room had a lot of fun with it. I wish I had more of it. And That's it's a big card, sad. isn't it? What's that one-of-one worth? Oh, actually, I don't know, because you know how Leaf does. There's a few one-of-ones, but it's like at least 500 to to 1000 somewhere like that. For a $20 For break? an ungraded card. I mean, it's, yeah, it, the fact that it was $20, I think, was probably one of the better parts of it. But yeah. It was a lot of fun. If anybody uh, has any Leaf Pop Century, they're wanting to sell at a discounted price because... I was actually just looking on dealing it for you. I cannot find any. That's a, that's the thing. You can see some sales of cases on eBay for like prices that I'd be willing to pay, but they're only like few few and far between. It doesn't seem like there's much out there, but there's also not many people breaking it. There's anything. none listed under the 2022 non-sport. I, th- I figured that's where it would have been. You yeah. got like Star Wars stuff there. You got MetaZoo. I don't even know what that is. MetaZoo, mm-hmm. Fortnite. There's yeah. no pop. It's weird. There's no pop century listed. I don't know what it. I, maybe it's just guys are holding on to it. it. It seemed like for a time it was it was moving and then it just completely stopped. And now it I is can't 2022 find it. product, not 23, right? No, it's 2023. Oh, 2023. That's what I'm stupid. Yeah. What am I saying? Oh, that's why. Okay. Maybe, but I don't see it under 21 either. Anybody knows of anywhere where I can get it? PWCC only has one Pop Century card up for auction right now. What is it? Uh, it was a sport card, so I turned it away. Yucky. I said, Ooh. Um Most amazing fact about... Um, well, first of all, you know what year that came out? Home Alone? Uh, 93. 90. Really? I'm pretty sure that's right. Could be wrong. I don't know. <laughs> okay. I know it came out in November. Okay. Joe Pesci. Oh. One, of the, one of the top build actors in the, in the movie, obviously. Sure. I'd say probably number two. Find your boy, Kevin. So in November, he's making kids' movies. Some would argue Christmas movies. I wouldn't. Yeah. But kids' movies. Lovable thief. I've seen him. You know what came out in September of that? I already told you this, didn't I? In September of that year. Uh Uh-huh. You know what came out? I do. You remember? Do you want me to tell you? Say it, or do you want to pop? uh, Pop. uh, Goodfellas. Yeah. He plays like a savage. You know his name in the movie? No. You do, actually. I do? I guarantee you do. Is it? Mike? Nope. It's Is it Tommy. Jesse? It's Tommy. Tommy. Oh, Tommy DeVito. That's right. In September, he's Tommy, killing everything in sight, butchering a guy in the trunk of his car. Jeez. Gets whacked in the movie. Tommy takes out Billy Bath, so I got whacked. Mm-hmm. November, Home, Home Alone. Talk about character range. <laughs> Joe Pesci, great, one of the greatest actors of our time. Also in Leaf Pop Century 2023. Just couldn't find him. I got the quad auto. Never found him. I have not found the five auto with De Niro. Ooh, is that on? Now we did find the Honey Boo Boo. One yeah, that of was one. creepy. The I, Honey Boo Boo. You got to stop posting stuff. <laughs> the Jason Alexander was so good. Yeah, you, the posts on Instagram go right to my personal Facebook. People I don't are like, know why, why you're personal. It's supposed to go to the SCN account. I don't know why your personal one is the one. 
We'll we'll disconnect it. We'll go Thank to the God. actual. Well, account. I like it there for my stuff. You can just oh, hit the good. button. Yeah. You can hit the button. I don't want Honey Boo Boo on my freaking homepage. Listen, that's the life you Creepy. live. If you choose, if you choose to have a personal account attached to the business account, that's all. I, all I can say is you're getting Honey Boo Boo. Um, I don't care for it. I think we're mailbag time. Man, there's still none of these cards for sale. Oh, hang on, hang on here. No, there's no. <laughs> Dang it. Good. Because there's a, out of Leaf Decadence this year, there's the Fiverr. Oh, so, Leaf Decadence, yeah, that's a little bit. I've got bit. the Quad Auto. I want the one with five that has the Nero. That is a little more expensive. All right. Let's go. First bag, uh, first question in our bag. First bag. Huh? Brian Schoen for Mailbag. What's going to be the sport product to buy or sell in 2024? Baseball. I think that's it's. your sport. Honestly, I think it's like non-sports stuff for me. Uh, like not TCG, but non-sport cards. So celebrities, music, stuff like that. Uh, let's go David Gregory. The question everyone wants to know is, has the podcast been renewed? No. I think you guys said you were answering this question on your podcast. Uh, there's anything a, yet. There, there's more detail to that that will make you feel relieved that we're not going to go into right now. So. We're here until at least February, though. We do know that. We do know that we will be continuing the podcast on The Ringer until February, looks like, 15th. So uh, after that, don't worry. We got you. Rick Tiffenbach. Where do they, what do we got? They'll know more when we decide to tell them more, Michael. Rick Tiffenbach, why is Tops innovating, in quotes, by not doing Atomics and Bowman's Best anymore and doubling down on removing regular image variation SP and SSPP, SSPs in flagship products. We talked about this. I don't know. I don't, I don't know. And I don't, I don't care for it. The lava thing is overdone to me. I like classic Atomics. Um, so there you go. I disagree with that move by Tops and Fanatics. They're getting a little too cute and screwing the pooch. Maybe I also can. would have liked to see a throwback set. Oh, we haven't talked about this publicly. The Randy mm-hmm. Johnson autograph set in Bowman's Best. Oh, he is a photographer. So we were both right. He is a sure. photographer, and it was actually Randy Johnson. But um, I mean, the picture is a photographer. Yes. Okay, yeah. yeah, yeah. Rick Thomas, if you had to summarize 2023 in the hobby in one word or phrase, what would it be? What word or phrase would you use to summarize what you think the overarching theme will be for the hobby in 2024? So 2023, uh, are we there yet? Roller coaster. Are we at the bottom? Uh, 2024, light at the end of the tunnel. I actually kind of like that. I want to go with that. Come along, afterthought. <laughs> hey, Chandler Hudson. No, what are y'all's- nope. No three names in 24 either. Last question from <laughs> <laughs> Hayes Hudson in 2024. What are y'all's thoughts on Wimbenyama? Did he live up to the hype? Seems like his RCs are cheaper than I expected them to be. He is a phenomenal basketball player, though. The team sucks, but he is very, very good. Once he is on a team that is relevant, if they can pick up a piece here and there, whatever, I would say look out. He's also not 20 years old yet, I don't think. So I I think that kid's the real deal. As far as rookie of the year right now, odds are favoring Chet. Yeah, but just, just by an edge. Chet is like minus 195, 150, depending on where you're looking. Okay. Uh, Wimby is plus 136, plus 100. Oh, that's actually closer than I would have thought. Yeah, they're actually Chet's pretty also, close. Like that team's like third or fourth in the West, I think. 
So I would have thought that he was a little bit higher. But Spurs are not quite that the good. The Pistons stink too. Cade Cunningham is a stud. I would love to see him get traded. Simmons talked about this. San, uh, San Antonio should just, just bet the farm. Give up all their draft picks and bring Cade down to play with Wemby. Ooh. Not going to happen, but it'd be awesome. <laughs> um, next question up, we have Carlos Rodriguez. Fanatics wants to 10x the card industry. My question is, how would that actually be quantified? That's a good question, actually. What I think do you, the amount of customers buying cards. I would say I don't want that to be the case because cards already sell out, right? You're not going to know if it 10x, if it sold out at 100 when now there's 1,000 buyers. I And the reason I don't want that is because then you start seeing them manufacture more product. Are you okay with them manufacturing more products? If even if there's, there's more, more paper, bu- sure. buyers, yeah. man, it I has don't. to be proportionate to the amount of buyers. But yes, but otherwise, that's you what see happened them. in the '90s. I mean, there well, were more buyers, so they made more products. But they made way too much. What well, wasn't proportionate? They made a thousand x when it grew five x. Totally different. And there's no variations, no numbering, no nothing, nothing unique. Just mm-hmm. base cards. The difference is now. I would like to see if because if you don't do it, say the hobby three x's. There's uh, 150,000 active buyers. I'm making that number up. All of a sudden, we have 450,000 active buyers and not more product. Prices would go absolutely through the roof. Demand would be insane. It would be so, it'd be unsustainable. So yeah, I think you just have to grow along with it. It's not going to 10x in a year anyways. So as you see growth, increase. Hey, it sold out super quick last year. Cool. Make a little bit more certain products. Let's see what happens. I think that's the key, what you just said with certain products. So long as they continue to limit some products. Sure. That would be my that would be my go to move for them. Shane Brooks, how will the exclusive signing deals such as Shroud Levis uh, impact the football market moving forward? Will we see this happening with other major athletes in sports? Yeah, we Absolutely. talked. Absolutely. Yep, already answered that at the beginning. Yeah, yep, yeah. it's a real fear. John Dudley, Mike, what is your donkey of the year award, or who is your donkey of the year? That's a good question. I think this year has to be card porn. He's a yeah. clown. Yeah, right? Try to think of yeah. if there's any other idea and or person that just deserves a Donkey of the Year award. It's got to be him. He had the most negative impact on the hobby, right? I would think. That's the first one that comes to mind, at least. Okay. Other than, well. Plus, he tried to get aggressive with you at the National. He didn't get aggressive with me. You keep saying these All things that aren't true. I do care for that. Um, Andrew Larson, what company will take the biggest leap in popularity next year? Can be grading, live selling, vaulting, auction house, et cetera. I don't see a vaulting house getting, I mean, I've now used PWCC's vaulting house and I've been satisfied with that. I just don't see how that would be so a thing. So what company is going to make the biggest leap? Yeah. The, uh, yeah, vaulting to me, the people who do it, do it. I, I don't see like a, a big surge. I mean, this again, this is a total self-serving answer. I think you're going to see Fanatics Live put the clamps on people. Like, hey, we're only giving you product if you break over here, or we're going to severely limit it. I think that I think that platform is going to take off in 2024, which is why we, again, why we made the move. I think they have the biggest upside. They control distribution to a huge degree. I think at some point, we're going to start seeing them funnel that to their own platform. That's why you make your own platform. I think it's going to go absolutely explode. Yeah, I'm trying to think of like other, like Card Letter, for instance, that yes, we work with them, but they're also a data provider for the hobby. If they come out with like something that can distinguish, you know, say something you could find where a card is now known to be a football card. Right now you do a search for just prism 
of any year, 2022 prism, you're going to get football, basketball mixed in. Even if you said football or basketball, these cards aren't listed that way. I would love some kind of additional data where I can easily narrow down the, the information I'm looking for, whether that's from card letter, from other people who source this metadata and then sell it out, farm it out to other companies to use. That I think would be a big, big benefit. Metadata. Uh, let's see. Nathan Hamilton. Will 2024 be Jesse's breakout year in breaking sports cards? He says. I certainly hope not. Uh, I think I will probably break a little bit more sports cards. I would love to continue to break more non-sports stuff. So depending on demand for it, I am all about it. And that's actually the reason why I did. Here's my thing. I've been putting like whenever I make a post for a break, I like to put up like just like a brief idea for sales when it's products that are not as popular. So like in the like little picture, the the Fanatics live picture. Thumbnail. Thumbnail, yeah. I'll put up like a screenshot of most recent sales of some of their cards. Just because oh. I think it's like, hey, you're getting in on a product, you're taking a risk. I would like to know like what kind of resale this is going to be. Absolutely. Do you know, do you ever do that? Do you no. like talk? Of, I mean, you talk about oh, resale. Yeah, I don't ever like screen. But yeah, yeah, for sure. It's also though with just squeaking. That you? Mm. Oh, Guarantee Girl. it was it. Um, with baseball, though, it's all... There it is again. Is it from your mic? I'm not touching my mic. It's weird. With baseball, I would say it's also very apparent in the pricing. Like when you break national treasures, you've got a product that has what five or six autos, patch autos per box, mm -hmm. and it's 600 bucks. Oh, clearly because that stuff doesn't sell like gilded or like... Uh, definitive does. Yeah. So it's it's pretty apparent with that. But like with a Star Wars though, I would have no what there it is again. Is it the chair? It's so not weird. the chair. Eddie, are you <laughs> muted? Stop. Now I gotta find out what you, this is. Oh my gosh. Where is Eddie? Muted. I'm trying to figure it out what it is. You're hearing <laughs> the squeak. I am. I am. I don't care for that's it. so weird. weird. Um okay. yeah but with Star Wars and like Pop Century, I think you have to put it in because I, I would have zero clue. So okay. Uh Jeremy Walker, this time next year, where do you hope to see the Fanatics live at? Well, we just kind of covered that. I hope we're the biggest seller on there. Just crushing it. That's not true. I don't think we're going to be the biggest, but I think we're going to be massive. Josh Rouge. So. Uh, if you could start over today, would you store all of your base cards in binders or monster boxes? Monster boxes. Is that what the technical term is? Monster box? Those are like those huge five rows. Yeah. I never liked them, but the binders always ding stuff up. Monster boxes were great. The only thing is, if you're going to put stuff in there, if it's not penny sleeved at least, mm -hmm. you got to make sure you have it like in a, in a climate controlled area. Otherwise, they will get you get that bricking. Oh, okay. Um, what's what the issue with doing it in though? a binder, though? Putting it in, taking it out. You ding it up. Just, just the, wear on and the tear plastic? On the card. Okay. Chris, oh, I would actually pay to see you putting stuff in a binder. Those jimmies. I mean, I've got several binders right here I put cards There's in. There's nothing they above an great. SGC4 in there. Wrong. Uh, um, Just well. pressed thumbprints all over it. <laughs> Mustache hairs slicing into the corners and edges. Chris August. Uh, overall, what can we expect from the hobby? Listen to the, the beginning of the show, year. Chris. I yeah. can't keep telling you. Uh, but he does say, what will help kickstart the bounce back? The election. More people spending money. I'm all about this election year stuff. I keep watching reports on CNBC and uh, Bloomberg and all this other crap. I'm, I'm very optimistic now. Money's going to be flowing in 2024. I don't know. Maybe it's not. <laughs> yeah. uh, speaking from the inflation king, money is going to be flowing in That's 2024. Right. Now we know that. Print it. David Holtz. Will we be getting any pre-war World War II hobby love in 2024? 
No. I can't imagine, even though that is. I mean, it stays the- strong. Like it, it doesn't have like a huge dip, like a lot of the other things have. But what's the reasoning? Who's alive? Who collect? Who knew anything about those cards? So that's my. That's th- always my question. Yeah, that was kind of my thought as well. And when I did the whole year to date thing, what you know, indexes had done the best pre-war was the best one. I guess it was the best worst one. It had done the worst, uh, or it had done negative six percent. That was the least amount all the negatives had done. What year did World War II start? 1939? Oh, yeah. Well, it depends on, like, if you're viewing it as when the U.S. got into it. I think it was 39. That was 41. That was Pearl Yeah, so I think 39. Let's say 1940, for argument's sake. Okay. At minimum, you were 18 years old. means you were born in 1922. Mm Mm-hmm. That's when Grandpa was born. That's correct. Grandpa's dead. So that wouldn't apply to him. (laughs) You don't know he didn't like baseball cards. Um, yeah, that's what I mean. Like 1920 or 102 years old or any of these pre-war people. Like who, yeah. I just, who's around? I don't know. Who's around? Well, I just gave, uh, one of the giveaways I had for one of the breaks I did last pre-war a few stuff? days ago was a pre-war. It was, a uh, Vivian. Oh, what's her name? It was, she played Scarlett O'Hara in Gone with the Wind. Vivian Fox. That was it. Yep. And, uh, I, I've never seen Gone with the Wind. I thought that was cool, but I had to Google who she was and then find out a little bit more about her. I don't think most people know who these people are anymore, especially like the younger audience is getting into the hobby. There it is again. You heard the squeak. Something's going on over here. Dude, if you're watching, is it the pen? Are you unscrewing that pen? No. Unscrew the pen. Yeah, that's it. I knew it. You freaking weasel. (laughs) Oh my goodness. Just to watch you squirm while we're doing Ah, it. There it is again. (laughs) There was something entertaining about that. Um, a- lightning round mailbag starts with Alex Warwick. What player is going to be the one that collectors need to collect in 2024? Jackson. Yeah, I'm going to go on a Jackson Cheerio. I think it's going to light the baseball world on fire. Oh, next. Okay. Uh, is James Eccadini. Where are the QBs playing coming from in 2024? He says grocery bagger is a legit answer to Desmond Ritter. He wants to know, like, where are they playing as far as, like, they all stink. Wants to know. Wants to know what? It's like an insulting question. Like, I'm all for insulting. Desmond Ritter, Russell Wilson, Sam Howell. He wants to know, like, are they going to actually... They're going to be Walmart readers. Is that what you want to hear? I think that's what he was looking for, okay. yeah. James, I appreciate your question. I didn't understand it. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's me, not you. Also, that's not lightning. we got to be faster. Ryan Van Oost. Will you and Mike film a podcast episode at Cards HQ in he 2024? Work, he works. I know. Yeah, exactly. Well, he's one of the owner. He doesn't work with him. He's one of the owners. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, I mean, you pay for our expenses. Throw us a couple per diem bucks. We'll come over. Ryan, you heard it. Uh, yeah, actually, that would be fun. And I'm not doing any videos where Jeff uses like that goofy radio voice. We are so excited to have a sports card. I'll Can't only do, that. do a video where he does that. Yeah. <laughs> but if you want to just let us do our <laughs> podcast, yeah, absolutely. J- Jeremy Byers, do you see Fanatics slash Tops going more into the non-sports space like they are doing with Disney in the UK? I wouldn't mind a little diversity in products. Yes. Thank you, Jeremy. I completely agree. Uh, last question on the list. Garrett Chambers, what would it take for non-QB greats to finally get the hobby love they deserve? Time. That is the only answer I can come up with because it does not make sense to me. You have top five position players at wide receiver, running back, who get a fraction of the love of a freaking Sam Darnold. Like, it's unbelievable. 
So I don't understand it. I don't know if time's going to help or if it's just never going to change. He does mention if the winning of the MVP for Christian McCaffrey would do it, which he is I mean, here's the next thing. in line behind Lamar Jackson at this point. So that's great. But we've also seen in the last decade or so, like Adrian Peterson won an MVP. Like we've seen other people win. Although that is funny. The last non-QB to win MVP. Mm-hmm. I know Christian McCaffrey won one. Oh, look. I know Lawrence Taylor won one. That was probably back in the 80s, though. I don't know who else. Oh, yeah. Don't read it off. Just give me. Oh, I wonder if. Do you have the list? Uh, I've got the last person that won. The last non-QB? Yeah. Was it Adrian Peterson? It was. In 2011? 2012 season. 12. Okay. Before that, what year? I don't know if I've got the rest of them in this list. Let me just double check. Um, it goes on to mention. Who won the MVP last year? Mahomes? I thought it was Mahomes. Okay. Uh, yeah, because, I mean, they won the Super Bowl, and I think he was MVP. The other names on this list, three players receiving buzz. Okay, what year? Give me a year. Oh, this is just buzz for it coming oh, up. Sakes. It does not have it. That's Don't. <laughs> you ask me to get information on the spur of the moment, and then you get disappointed when I don't have every detail. I was Google non-QBs. Oh, 18 non-QBs have won the award. Interesting. I don't think a wide receiver's ever won it. I'm pretty sure that's the case. It used to always be the thing with, with Randy Moss. I mean, with uh, well, Randy Moss and uh, uh Here Jerry we go. Rice. The one before that was 2006. LaDamian Tomlinson. Da, 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 da. You wanted, oh, you wanted to guess that? All right, LT. What's the year before that? 2000? 2005. The year before it. Sean Alexander? Yep. Okay. Next? Uh, 2000. 2000. Running I had a few of these cards, yeah. We'll go off the wall. Priest Holmes. Marshall Falk. Oh, okay. Good one. Yep. 98. 98. Ricky Man, Williams. Does seem like if you're, wow, it's all running backs. Um, Terrell Davis. Oh, yeah. TD. Oh, that's right. They won the Super Bowl later, too. Okay. Mm -hmm. Hit 2,000 yards. 97. Dear God. <laughs> he didn't win it again, did he? He went back to back? No. No. He didn't. Barry? It was Barry. Okay. 93. <sighs> 93. Running back? Yep. Emmett? Yep. Okay. 91. Running back? Yep. 91. Oh, the last one I've got. Eric Dickerson. Thurman Thomas. Oh, my boy. Thermal heating. Yeah. <laughs> Bill's great. I don't oh. know. Thurman Thomas won MVP. Ruben, uh, Ruben, my, my man, sent this over as a TikTok. You know what? Let's end the show with a little game. All of you at home can play. All right? We'll see how Mike's NFL knowledge. He, he claims to know all about the NFL. Big NFL collector. Okay. Five NFL teams do not have oh, their logo on their helmet. Don't Did you watch it? No, but I've good. seen these stupid TikToks. Okay. The, the Browns. Yep. That's one. Uh. All right, let me go. The Bills, the Pats, the Dolphins, the Jets all do. You've got the Steelers, the Oh, the Bengals don't. They just have stripes. That's right. The Bengals, the Ravens, and the Who's the fifth team at the fourth team in that division? We'll get back to that. The Lions. There's this on there. I don't think on their away. It's just the silver helmets, but that's okay. It's the right answer, but it's no no problem. Uh, let me see here. You got Green Bay. Green Bay? No. Okay, so Green Bay, the Lions, the Vikings do, the Bears do. You got the Cowgirls, the Eagles, the Giants, 
the commanders. I'm going to say commanders. So I don't know how how do you put a commander on a helmet? No. Okay. The Saints, the Bucks, the Falcons, and the Panthers. I think I feel like they all do. I'll tell you at least one of the ones that you've named as does does not. What does that mean? You, oh, oh, I already said it. Yeah, you named one of them. Who was it? Just give me that. Vikings. Oh, really? Yeah. I thought the guy with the with the uh, the long uh, hair was on there. No, he's not on there. The Lions, for sure, don't all. At least they don't always have it. Maybe some of these never do. But the Lions have like just a straight pure silver dome sometimes. But okay, I, no problem. I do know. I've. I mean, of course, we've all seen weird. it with the lion on there. But yeah, Lions is not included in this, and neither is Steelers, even though they they have it on one half. Oh, brother, that, uh, that counts. Oh, it saying. does. So I'm missing one. No, you no, you're missing two. 49ers do. Seahawks, I believe, do. The Rams, I believe, do. The Cardinals, I believe. Oh, I can tell People by your... at home. You just named another one recently. Which one? Seahawks? Mm-mm. Cardinals? Rams. See, the Rams have the, the LA... It's the horn. Not... That's that's not their uh, logo. Who's the last one? AFC team? Oh, you don't know. Never mind. I do, too. Okay. It Titans. Is, it is an NFC team. What's the NFC team in division yet? Well, that's basically giving it away. Eagles. Uh, it's the Eagles. Oh, what is it? I already yeah. said them. Okay. Yeah. There you go. Browns, Vikings, Rams, Eagles, Bengals, if anyone was I playing like at trivia. home. I like trivia. I don't care for some of them. I see those TikToks. I'm like, this is random. Like, there was one the other night. What is the only professional team where the third letter is an S? The only professional team? Where their, their name. So, like, oh, the not, Red like Sox. the Washington. The Yankees. Okay. Where their letter is an S. It was NBA, oh, and it was the Pistons. Dang. Yeah, I actually got that one. I was like, really? I was shocked. <laughs> All right. In 2024, you can expect more nonsense. Probably not as much as you've gotten in this episode. How but old more. is Aragon? <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're done. Next, another year in the books. We'll, uh, we'll be back next Thursday. Monday is the New Year's holiday, so we won't have an episode then. But uh, normal episode on Thursday, and then a couple will be on vacation after that. But... We'll for the most part, you'll still hear us for a little while longer on The Ringer. At least a little while longer. We'll see. Jesse is live on Fanatics Live tonight doing Star Wars Masterworks, which is pretty awesome. I will be live tomorrow night, Friday night, doing National Treasures Baseball and Bowman Draft HTA. So there you go. Thank you, guys. Goodbye. Goodbye.